Hello everybody, welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here and the relegation battle. We're in it. We're ruddy in the relegation battle. What a time to be alive. On this week's podcast, we've got Richard Hobbs. Hello everyone. We've got Roy Hoops. I was just going to call myself Relegation Roy and yeah. Relegation Rich for this yeah. relegation special. Good evening. And, and Andy, but... Andy, Andy, and not, oh, what, what, sorry. what relegation? Uh, <laughs> you broke the theme, Andy. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Rene Gillard, that's awful. Andy Gillard's with us as well this week. Uh, and as you can imagine, on the podcast this week, we're going to talk about that game against Blues. Uh, some little stats we found online this week, and also preview this week's game against Reading. As Wolves are deeper in the dog poo than we thought. Four points off relegation. Uh, and by the weekend, Wolves could be within that bottom three. Uh, but firstly, it's not really positive. I don't know whether you could spin it as positive news or not. Uh, Wolves announced their uh, their accounts uh, today, and they announced a pre-tax profit of 5.8 million for the final year under Steve Morgan. Uh, their turnover rose uh, to 27.25 million. I think the only thing about this gentleman is, does that kind of show that despite the thriftiness of last season, that Morgan and Moxie did financially keep us afloat before the old frozen thing happened? Is that a positive thing? I mean, in terms of the profit, a large chunk of that, I think that they've put it down to, is the sale of a phobie, and also technically McDonald as well. And also, I think it was the last of our, and it was our final parachute payments as well for about 10 million. I mean, if you've been harsh, you, if you take off 18 million off our profits, then we're looking at a loss. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, it's all ifs and buts, isn't it? So it was a good thing we sold a phobic? Is that what yes. we're saying? <laughs> well, I, I think yes. in terms of the accounts, the first thing that springs to mind is I'll be quite interested this time next year what the accounts will be if you look at our summer spending. Mm, plus 400 million. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, just, you know, that agent's table that comes out will be quite interesting, <laughs> yeah. actually. And they might not be able to disclose all the details of that with the 13 signings. But um, look, perhaps this, you know, what you know you alluded to at the start of the, the podcast, and it'll come apparent when we, we get into discussion. I'm sure everybody's a little bit down about how things are at the moment. So we can't really take positives in this given our current circumstances. However, to answer your question, yeah, absolutely. I think Jess did a good job financially. Um, and and Morgan left us in a good position, which made us, obviously, uh, an appeal to an investor mm. uh, who allegedly took us on, on board ahead of other clubs. And perhaps looking at those balance books at that time, you know, put put us in a good position to be taken yeah. over. So, yeah. in terms of that job, then yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like how you emphasize financially on Moxie. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, did, I, did, I just feel like I'm going to get a lot of sticks, shall I yeah. say? Um, Those Twitter trolls, and yes. But I, but I thought Jess did a good job in the main. Um, I've put that put out there, but yeah. For his other, um, what was there a brick tree window? Right? I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think you can take that as positive, but I think we've, it's not as relevant at the moment to us, is it really? Because it's kind of a bigger fish to fry. Yeah, it's not what's important. In the gra- I was no, going to say no. the grand scheme yeah. things. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We've made a profit this year, lads. Yeah. But we're also playing dreadful, so... Moral victory, I think, yeah. you call it. It sounds like something in the office. I'm like, sure you know, the, the good news yeah. is, you know, I've yeah. got the job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good news is, yeah, 
<laughs> I've got a pay rise. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Bad news is we could have redundancies. So yeah, that's that bit. Shall we talk about the depressing bit every day? Yeah, let's yeah. Let's, just, just get let's right just get yeah. into just, it. <laughs> uh, Wolves suffered their fourth straight league defeat. Uh, with a 2-1 home loss to Birmingham City on Friday night. And Akimi Blunder and a Davies Davis goal gave Birmingham, uh, you, you would say, deserved 2-0 lead. Nua Dicko finally got his first goal in nearly a year and a half. Wolves then did their classic thing of throwing the kitchen sink. But despite Blues having a man send toss through Paul Robinson, it wasn't enough. Gentlemen, an object first half. Perhaps. I think that was one of the worst half yeah. an hour of football, first 15 minutes I've ever seen at this level. But it was an object first half, perhaps an improved second half. No. We, we still only had two chances. One was a point blank header yeah. that yeah. he still didn't score with. And then one where he was almost on the line, yeah. where he managed to tap it in. Yeah. Against Which would men. have been an own goal if he wasn't there. Like, yeah. it was going in because there's just as many players yeah. in the six-yard box as possible. It was just inept from minute one for yeah. me. But Wolves lacked confidence, creativity, purpose, you would say. We'll go over the goals in a second, but in general, everybody, what... I, I know we keep saying this, everybody, but what went wrong? Because other weeks you could perhaps say, well, that guy shouldn't have scored because he shouldn't have been on the pitch. We should have drawn against Wigan, we just gave it away. Chelsea, we were just unlucky. But then this is a classic case of Wolves just weren't good enough. It, it was a terrible game of football for the first, what, 20 minutes for both teams. Like, neither team decided that mm. they were going to try and actually play any level mm. of football. Even our more technically gifted players weren't playing any sort of level that they can do to try and control the game. Um, so someone like Jack Price, I thought, was abysmal as well for the first mm. 20 mm. minutes. He's someone who, his, the only thing he does is, well, only thing when he's in possession is recycle it and that's usually to one of four players and that's a back four and he was just hoofing up in the air countless times which just doesn't help the team but weirdly we actually kind of dominated those first 15 minutes I thought and like even though it was scrappy it was scrappy in their half Mm. but no chances really came Uh, and then a king blunders for the goal our heads drop the space opens up and Dave Davis scores because the space is there. Mm. I think that's the thing. I think it's Rich those two. We had quite a bit of possession first half mm. as well, but it was so so cliche to say it's what you do with it. But, it, but we didn't create anything no. of no. I think they defended particularly well and sent a half shot and I think had a, had a good game. They snuffed us out. They put someone on Costa, Bod Vars and had, had, had little service. But in reality... That is still a very poor blue side yeah. that we came yeah. up that against. Ga- the know. game was there to be taken. It was absolutely even, there to be taken. Yeah, even, They're so fragile. Yeah. We've been saying this the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Was it, even, one, one in 12, was it, for Birmingham? Yeah. 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 Even at 2-0, there were clearly goals in that game. Yeah. Mm. And it was there and for us if we wanted it. And if we mm. put our minds to it, almost, it felt like. And it's a blue side on the verge of... Breaking completely with Zola doing yeah. so terribly yeah. as well. A, a, a win falls there, perhaps that could have been the end of Zola. Yeah. Mm. Like we say, the opportunity is there, not taken. I mean, if you watch the game at the start, I mean, like Stephen made some very odd, uncomfortable passes back to Akimi mm. a couple mm. of times. Then we had the Akimi blunder. Where, what's the opinion? Is it just the case of he should have really caught it, but it is a bit unlucky? My, my sort of thinking, oh. sorry, I was going to say, no. I, I'm not his biggest fan. 
Hakimi. I think there are better goalies out there, and he's average at best at championship level. But that mistake, it's once in a blue moon. Mm. You know, it's not like... I mean, I don't think his command of the air is particularly amazing, but I've seen him make that sort of mistake twice, three times, where it's mm. led directly to a goal. Mm. And it's, you know, the sort of thing that's going to end up on a Danny Baker DVD. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's his first real mistake this season. Yeah, yeah I can't, you know, in, in terms of a blunder rather mm. than mm. where you could say he's at fault. You know, he had one obviously against Blues. No, it wasn't against Blues. Um, when we went down last time when he missed the back pass. From David Davis. From David Davis, yeah. ironically. And he had one See against... See where it's all interconnected mm, yeah. here. Mm. And I remember him... Had, uh, is that uh, the whiteboard incident? Yeah, yes. yeah. You know, and I remember him doing something in his first season against Norwich when we lost 5-2 away. And he went to catch the ball from a free kick and he ended up stumbling back mm. with the ball into yeah. his own Card- net. Cardiff yeah. last season at home near the start? Well, there was that goal where with him and Steven kind of suddenly hasn't been many in Wooly. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but actually, but, but no, I take your point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't, he's not like a Scott Carson who's yeah. got this stigma about it. Mm. And in some ways, I can forgive him for that blunder. I don't, I don't know about you guys, it was bad. And don't yeah. get me wrong, mm. no, it was yeah. very bad. But. It's almost one of those things where 99 times out of 100 he's claimed that. Yeah. Scott. I, I think as well, when you look at the way it came in, the ball came in, probably nine, 99 times out of 100, if the goalkeeper claims the ball and parries it out, typically it goes over the mm. head or the attackers are already yeah. approaching, mm. but it just fell so perfectly yeah. to the yeah. player that it makes it look awful. It was awful, but I think in those sorts of scenarios, the, sometimes the attackers either give up or they're retreated, or it's just the fact that when it's parried out, it was caught in, in two minds. Um, I like Ikeemi, and I mean, some of his um, shot stopping is, is first class. I mean, the guy's an athlete, and how he gets to some of the, the, shot, the, the shots, and particularly towards the end of last season, he was, he was fantastic. And you're right, there are certain keepers that you think, this one's got a rick in him. Yeah. You know, and, and he's... Very cliche, say pairs of hands relatively. Yeah. And he is, yeah. he is um, but he, he handled it poorly, obviously, in, in more ways than one. But I think um, then getting that second goal soon after, I think just mm. that would that was the key. You know, if we mm. would have perhaps responded after that, um, but as, as Richard even at, at, at two 0 <coughs> I thought, well, actually, I, I can't see why we can't win this three yeah. two. We had enough time in that game after, you know, we'll talk about the incidents, so but after the Robinson sending yeah. off, you know, to get back in the game. Like, like I remember uh, us having like a couple of corners in like the last five minutes of the first half and just thinking, if one of these goes in, it's 2-1 of the break and I'll take that as a fan. Yeah. Well, that was yeah. 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 a corner at the end where Bod Varson completely yeah. free, no covering. I mean, Stearman had over. a big head in the first mm. half, which... Yeah. You look, and I'm sure there was a bit as well where it came in and Edwards, almost all he had to do was just... Reach yeah. a tiny bit more forward, and mm. he would have got a head on it. Mm. Uh, David Davis's goal. Um, where did that come from? Because all of a sudden he has acres of space, mm. no covering, and all he has to do is, is lost a hole. It was a yeah. no. It was about you know with fans today. It was a it was you, a cleanly struck shot. Yeah, was, if you were mm. neutral to this, you'd be like that was a nice goal. Mm. But it you was. look at you look at the tracking on it and. Mm. Three players stopped. Yeah, just mm. stopped. Vyman mm. ca- uh, was tracking for thirty yards. Stopped. 
Didn't see Price yeah. or Edwards, who you two or Savile, nowhere no to be seen. Doherty and, was nowhere. Yeah. Stearman came out to cover Doherty, and Doherty was just, just wandering around. Mm. There was no urgency whatsoever in a very dangerous area of the pitch. Yeah. I don't condone fans throwing things at Davis, but how he wasn't booked for that. I do not know. How many times that's happened this season? Players running up to the you know, south bank and they just don't get booked for it anymore. You know, and I, I don't know why. But what would the book, sorry, being naive slightly to that foot rule? What would the booking be for? Though? It's for inciting yeah, it's the inc- crowd. It's inciting crowd. It, it'll be the same as going into your fans celebrating right, and okay. getting a booking for. But because it, it, it in fi- I don't know the exact rule. No? Should, probably should have researched this part before <laughs> coming out. No, no. But Section actually, four, sure, yeah, three. yeah. But actually, the rule is for inciting fans, mm. and in date, you know, and I'm all for Davis having his. He's got his right to reply on that football mm. pitch. You know, I don't particularly agree with how much he gets booed personally, but you know what? He said some stupid stuff. We're allowed to boo at him. Mm. He always responds, usually on the pitch, the best way possible, which is having a good game. Yeah. Doing that, it's it's just mindless. Mm. And, you know, if I was his manager, you've got to say, what, what are you doing that for? Mm. You've got 3,000 fans with you. Go and celebrate mm. with them. You're more interested in the yeah. other 21. Yeah, and you know, I, I'd almost yeah. find that a bit annoying if I was an opposition, mm. if I was a Blues fan, that he'd rather celebrate against someone else than with his own mm. yeah. paying fans. But, you know, at the end of the day... What's the point yeah. in arguing about? Oh, I'm annoyed that an opposition player scored. Yeah. Like, it's not the big issue with Wolves at the moment, <laughs> is it? it? It's not. But I think what you're alluding to is the fact that, as a professional footballer, on a derby game on a Friday night where there's genuine tension, mm. to do that is is irresponsible. <laughs> However, to play devil's advocate, I'm thinking that there's a bit of devilment in me that if that if I was in that position. Why wouldn't I do that? Yeah, and go. Um, I can. I look can at, look at me, actually, and you know, you know he's um, got that. He should have that yeah. chance to reply. You know, we all we you know people talk about there being no characters in the game, mm. and actually, you know, people get you know massively offended if a fan response if a player responds aggressively or offensively towards a fan, and actually. Between Rose White Line, if he goes over and does the shush and then goes and celebrates, I'll be annoyed. But actually. You know what? Mm. Yeah. He's physically mm. like Van the Parodied against us. Yeah. Gave us yeah. the shush and then run over to I can kind of, I can kind of Fine. Yeah, it, it's I'll be annoyed and I'll call him whatever. Yeah. But there's another that thing posing in front of the stage. Yeah, mm. there's another thing which I'm just like doesn't sit right with Especially me. with two sets of fans who doesn't take a lot to no, get to a, a bit of fight. No, you know, in them. And actually like they you know, the fans were stupid throwing stuff. But what if one of those chairs or one of those bottles had either hit him, one of his teammates, mm. the ref, or it could have quite easily hit Hakimi mm. or Steers, yeah. and you go from that action and... Hakimi yeah, would have just whacked it. Okay. Hakimi <laughs> <laughs> no. would have tried catching yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, so we had the, the yeah. second half then, Wolves 2-0 down, um, obviously Wolves then try and go for it, bringing Dicko on. Let's talk about Tico first because he had that header which he, you know, he was unlucky not to score mm. at first, mm. but he finally does get that goal. Yeah. Yeah. Which surely that is a small, but it is a positive at least we can bring out of the game that Dicko has broken that duck finally. You've got to hope so. I mean, yeah. he's still 
We always say he doesn't look the same player as he was mm. two years ago, which you know we can't always do anything about. And yeah, I was annoyed at the game, but he still looked like he was playing like massively oh, he's drunk, if you know what I mean. Mm. Just like he was staggering around the pitch, he didn't have that intensity, that sharpness he used to have. Mm. And all we can hope is that goals really kind of giving him that. When, when you look at some of the chances he's been missing. He's been working against the team. There's been that many yeah. times he's taken it wide and just think a cross would be better. I was going to say, I'm that, hoping now the monkey's off his back. Yeah, he's going to work for the team mm. more now rather than. It's interesting. It's actually a lot of the chances I can think he's had almost be, I said outside of the goalposts. Mm. They're never like dead on, bang yeah. on. Yeah. So actually, he's taking it wide. He's taking it almost past the field of the six. You know the goals. When in theory, you should kind of cross it in because. You're in between yeah. it, but he hasn't been doing that. He's been going for a audacious shot, and that never ends well. Mm. Um, yeah. I, think, I think that's the key. I, I think the frustration has been his link-up play with Costa, and I think as you both mentioned there, really, the fact that he was so desperate for a goal, mm. he would go for the unlikely. Now, Dicko at his best, as we know him, plays with freedom, plays with confidence. And he might take one on if he's been a little bit ambitious, mm. but he won't take everything on. And I, and I think, absolutely, we've got to take the positives out of it. We know he's not quite there as he as he was previously. People argue he hasn't got the supply line, the Sacco, the phobic connection and so forth. However, that aside, we've got to take it a positive because we need a positive right <laughs> now. So, you, know. you know, fair play, he scored his first goal in 20 appearances. Which oh, yeah. makes you shudder. That's yeah. incredible, isn't it? Uh, so Wolves continued. Wolves had an advantage with Paul Robinson getting sent off as well. Yeah. Yeah. Are they off. Paul Robinson is he to get I don't know. They are appealing as of recording I this. But I actually think... Well, let, well let, talk amongst yourself. But I, I actually think I saw something just prior to coming on Ooh. where it has been rescinded. I mean, in terms of the incidents... Um, the tackle wasn't that bad, was it? You know, it's no, 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 no. what you expect. It was obviously the um, the reaction. It's not on the blue side yet, mean, but they're not always. The it wasn't today, overly yeah. aggressive. The reaction, oh, actually, but the way Bodvar, it was Bodvarsson, wasn't it? The way he was yeah, lying, yeah. it was quite dangerous to have gone towards a shove uh, as he was um, lying on the back of his neck. I think it has actually. It's actually been rescinded. Yeah. Mm. See, because from my angle yeah. in the South Bank. You could kind of quite clearly see him throw a hand down. Yeah. And did look like he punched him, from my angle anyway. Apparently, he did it so he could get free. Apparently. Mm. Yeah, I, it's one of those where I can't really say mm. that he punched him now because apparently it's been rescinded. Yeah, so but, this, this makes it all frustrating because another positive you could take from that if we're, we're kind of clutching at straws is the fact that their um, one of their key players would be out for yeah. a period, but no, it's not. <laughs> no, so, yeah. Well, that's normal. Yeah. 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 Um, and well, it's one of those where actually maybe if we'd have got something back in the game, we'd have hung it on for the fact that we're down to we're against ten men for a long period of time, which is something that a couple of people have noted about the wins we've had mm. under Lambert. Is that you know we have a win against QPR where we're against ten men for an hour. Mm. Um, Against Barnsley, we were against 10 men for 45 minutes or 50 minutes. Um, yeah. So it was just frustrating the fact that we, we have this advantage and we 
he did look like Wolves, especially in the last like ten minutes, were trying to throw everything mm-hmm. at, at Blues, and even with I just find that with Wolves that when the other team is down to a man and they, and they play really deep, Wolves just cannot break teams no, down no. In, that, in that scenario. It's I've almost ridiculous. felt like there's been a bit of I don't say arrogance because that seems a bit harsh, mm. but we've been unlucky enough to see the last five games that we've lost. Mm. And we've only played well against Chelsea and Newcastle. Mm. Yeah. The two games we were the underdogs. Yeah. The other games against Blues, Wigan and Burton, Burton where the onus really was on us. Mm. We've been absolutely dire. Well, I've held this theory about Wolves for many years that Wolves are very much footballing wise like England. Right. Yeah. Mm. Anytime England play one of these top teams we're not supposed to beat, we do fantastically. Anytime England play a team that we're supposed to beat quite easily, we really struggle. Anytime England play on the front foot where the other team has to play deep, England just find it like they can't break a team down. Uh, but if it's the other way around, do we counter? Mm. England can do really well, have mm. the space, and Wolves just seem to be exactly the same. And we've, we've got those type of players, there, haven't we? We've got counter players, mm. you know. Um, let's say they were Cavalero injured, but if you include him when he was in the side, and obviously Costa and Dico when he's on form of his pace, we have got those those type of players. But also, in terms of lack of creativity, it's something I know we were actually chatting about um, previously in terms of the midfield and the issues within the midfield and where's the creativity? Because ultimately, with Costa as your one outlet who's been played out the game and he's dipped a little bit of form, which can happen. With Bod Varsen, who will work hard for you, but all he really is doing at the moment is that. Mm. Um, we're struggling with anything mm. from the driving centre midfielder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're struggling. We're missing a, a Kevin McDonald to thread a pass through, someone to play mm. off. Because, as you alluded to, that, those last 20 minutes was direct, get the ball up, bring mm. Doherty up, Doherty overlap, headers in the box... And it, there was no nobody going, do you know what, I'll take this ball on and I'll try and make things happen. Yeah. And, and the point with Price is right, it's it's and that wasn't put non intended, was the fact that <laughs> when he get, when he get when he gets the ball, he doesn't seem to he be positive it, enough. Yeah. And that's and that's the issue. And Edwards is positive in his running, but he's not he's really not, influencing not games. Yeah. No, I mean, no, he's not a carrier ball, I think that's what I mean, yeah. I think Edwards needs to come out for a game or least just, just because yeah. Yeah, and he's I played remember, almost every game since yeah, the beginning yeah. of last season, yeah, hasn't you know, he? And he, he went to Euros and, and Euros, things like yeah. that. And I mean, I know everyone, we all quite quite like Edwards here, and he gets his critics and stuff like that. And actually, the last four games he's been quite poor. Yeah, I think half of it's that he isn't the most gifted player in the world, but I think half of it is that he's just dropped a bit of form. He looks tired. He probably is tired. Getting someone fresh, you know, there's no reason why Bright couldn't start that game in attacking mid, and he'd have actually kept the ball. Mm. I suppose in Lambert's head, he's probably thinking, "Well, we're lacking goals, so he's next in line yeah. to, to get a goal, isn't he?" You know, um, as he's proved this season. Mm. But I agree. I think, you know, I guess we'll go on to talk about the potential team for next week. But yeah, I agree with you in, in advance of that. I think Edwards certainly someone that should step yeah. outside. I mean, I, I thought Vyman was. Almost lots of pace, mm. but actually his end product was mm. really... He's got no direction with that pace. Yeah, and yet, like, yeah. I, you can kind of see why Villa ended up moving him on. Mm. And Derby weren't fussed about giving it to a team essentially as a competitor mm. to them. I was saying after the game, you don't want to go back to 
the past too much. But Michael Kitely's available. Was available. He's scoring online. goals. Mm-hmm. He's scoring goals. <laughs> yeah. And you think he could be? He could have been doing that for us again. You know, it's hmm. is what it is. And it's strange with the end of that game because Doherty seemed to be the only attacking threat. Unfortunately, yeah. he had a couple of chances, mm. yeah. especially one with a header. But so, so with that game, everybody, I know there were probably a lot of who didn't well, which you've already alluded to. But did anyone, did. anyone come out of that? You thought think, he did? They did okay. I mean. Cody wasn't dreadful. I don't Positive. Think, I don't think... Yeah, he didn't have a poor game. Yeah. Um, again, I don't think Bart and Stearman did a whole lot wrong. Mm. They could have done mm. better for Davis's goal, potentially, you could argue. But, you know, Bart kept Chad and was quiet. Mm. I don't... He made a silly... He got a silly booking or gave a silly foul away in the second half, but... Apart from that, he didn't do a lot. Because Che Adams was a handful as well. Yeah, he, you know, he, he was one player. of their better players, yeah. I thought. And Bart um, did well to keep him quiet. Yeah, so it sounds daft, but actually, you know, probably the least worst players were Cody, Bart and Stearman, I thought. I, I, could, mean, make, yeah. I could make a... Yeah. You know, I don't think... Doherty picked up on his on the sort of second half when he was getting a chance to move mm. forward. But... He was a bit at fault for the goal and the cross came mm. from that side um, for the first goal. Saville didn't do anything for 45 minutes, which mm. was a shame. Price picked up second half when there was a bit more, but he still doesn't impose himself on the game enough for me. And his first half, you know, you could have, if he'd have subbed off Price, Edwards, or Saville in the first half, you know, mm. there'd have been no arguments. I, I wouldn't yeah. have been annoyed. You know, I think it's been lots of talk, obviously, about what Lambert's done since taking over. And you think, we're now playing with a midfield three of Price, Edwards and Saville, when in theory we could have had Prince, Sace and Texera. And you think, mm. which one would you prefer to have? So it's an interesting one. <laughs> so the debate with, with that, I think... From what I've seen of, of, of Sace, and I can't say I've seen too much of him live, but when I have seen him this season, he has looked a decent player. He's obviously looked due a booking, mm. and, he, and he's looked a strong player. Prince, similar. Well, I'll group Prince and Tex here really in one and the same. Mm. They both started well. They had a good cameo, I think, against Reading, who we, we were due to come up against. But there were games, if we're honest, that, you know, we're going away, um, and, and where. Prince and Texera, Texera was coming off after 60 minutes because mm. he didn't really look with it. So I think, absolutely, the current midfield's not looking great, but I think it's because of where we're at currently. We're going suddenly, you Price know, and Sainz are the same. Yeah. We forget that, actually, they weren't really doing brilliant. Mm. Um, I think we take yeah. But potentially they are. I think it's an interesting yeah. viewpoint. I'm not mm. saying, oh, I'd definitely prefer to have Tex, Prince and... Sace, but you look at it and you think, well, are those three really worse than? Now, I think mm-hmm. I think Lievin should play the next game personally, mm-hmm. um, probably in play, and he'll probably be in place of Savile, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it, 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 again, sort of, I don't think Prince got a good enough run. I know he had a long enough, longish injury, but as you said, sort of, yeah, the games were wasted a bit, and it's the same with Matthew and Mason as well. I like it's Mason. A, it's a bit of funny now how when we played those two, either together or separately, I don't think they link up or anything, <coughs> but we're playing well and winning games. And 
you might not think, you know, people might not think either of them are great players, mm. but they have a funny, you know, it's one of those where, again, we were chatting beforehand about Cavalero and said, you look at our form since he's got his injury, and apart from the win against Barnsley and Liverpool, which he wouldn't have probably started anyway, mm. the form's massively dropped. And, you know, you can't mm. always quantify it as such. But I know... Who knows? Unfortunately, you know this defeat again. Another massive opportunity to get three points has just thrown out more problems <laughs> that are going on at the moment. And you look at what's going on at Wolves, and you just really fear with the game. It, it's weird because there's actually with our games, and we've still got 14 games. We still actually got 42 <laughs> points to play for. But you just look at, and if you look at a lot of the games we've got coming up, especially at home, we've still got to play Rotherham, still got to play Forest at home, we've still got to play Blackburn at home, <laughs> despite the yeah. fact that our home form is absolutely mm. dreadful. Mm. This has been our worst February on record, isn't it? Yeah. Five straight mm. defeats. And we've got, a, a, we'll, come, we'll talk about Reading instead, but we'll, we'll, we've got March coming where we've got most of them are away games with Rotherham at home, and you just think perhaps there is a chance we can put February aside I was going to say are we saying mm. February is the new November then because November so, yeah. used to be the... November is the yeah. but it's funny how we've had a, a f- absolutely an amazing January Managing and the month candidate yeah, you know yeah. good performances you two, know, you know, two major FA Cup yeah. wins really not yeah. expected mm. two, you know, a couple of really good league wins as well and all of a sudden it's, it's just in a month where bar Chelsea really and maybe Newcastle to an extent you should be picking up points it's, it's yeah. completely. We could have. We, we, we should, should have had Huddersfield tonight. Yeah. Think yeah. about how badly this month would have ended yeah. with a game in hand. Mm-hmm. But oh well. Also, all in all, with that gentleman, it's uh, another defeat. And I was going to say, are we doing a working man's man for that? <laughs> I doubt it for this week. <laughs> I doubt it. Um, I just want to move on to some stats. That somebody on Monday Mix um, crunched the numbers of how uh, Wolves and other teams have done this season in terms of different... Uh, it went on who scored, Dave. Basically, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and More than up, we did, but not the point. <laughs> yeah. We let someone else do the work for us. Yeah. Um, and, and kind of looked at where we're, where Wolves were compared to other teams on certain instances. So these were the kind of the key ones that were drawn out of it. Uh, Wolves have committed the most fouls out of any team in this league. 73 yellow cards, two reds. Uh, were the second highest number of clearances per game. Uh, we rarely shoot out of the box, 21st out of the league. Uh, we regularly lose possession of the ball. We're actually first for being dispossessed. <laughs> and third for unsettled touches, which this this person who put this post up said this is quite surprising, the fact that we don't play like a tiki-taka style of football, mm-hmm. yet we're the first for being dispossessed mm-hmm. and the first for unsuccessful uh, touches. Uh, we rarely score from set pieces. I keep getting my words mixed up. Set pieces, 21st. Uh, we rarely shoot from wide positions, apparently 71% from mid-section to the pitch. Little or no threat down the left, 23rd and 21st, compared to other stats, which is understandable given the fact that the next one is we play heavily right-sided. 44% of the play is yeah. down the right third yeah. in the league. Now, to me, it's that last one that kind of shouts out, the fact mm. that how much you rely mm. on Costa, and I think we mentioned it before, and the similarities to the relegation season... I literally would not be surprised if next week they say Costa's out for the rest of the season. No. No. I mean, no, that, is, that is some damning stats there. Yeah. Is it? It's yeah. the first time I've heard that. Heard those. I'm just digesting them. But I don't think anyone's surprised with, um, with, with, that, with those stats as well. And it's probably an indication of our season. And it's quite interesting, you know, in terms of how poorly we um, convert on those stats in terms of opportunities or shots outside of the box and shots from... Um, 
you know, the left-hand side and so forth, and it shows that we probably are so one-dimensional and so reliant on one source of productivity. Um, it doesn't so, surprise me yeah. about how... Was it, were we first in um, defensive clearances? Uh, second. Second. I mean, that doesn't surprise mm. me, because the amount of times mm. the players just put their head down and launch it. Yeah. We never build from the back, do we, I no. think? And, 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 and that's the issue. No. Well, we used to do that. Yeah. We did used to do that, especially with yeah. the jacket. We did mm. do that. Yeah, we we did actually. We and and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh those yeah. nil nils, we we laughed at them. Imagine what jackets do right now. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> no. Now all we do now is Danny Bart works an angle and tries to hit a cross field ball yeah. every. Mm. He's been trying time. to do that more. It's like he's been working on it in training. Yeah, um, yeah. Getting sick of people saying, "Oh, he just lumps in a straight line." Nah, you're gonna lump it in a diagonal line. He's li- Danny Graff is like a pinball machine, those flippers at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. And the ball comes down to him, he just sticks his leg up and whacks it to the top of the machine. But this, this poster made an interesting point that a lot of the teams who came out top top for the, the, the positive stats were Fulham. And then yeah. you're obviously mm. making a link to Kevin McDonald. Now, yeah. people will say, why did you get rid of Kevin McDonald? I very much got the impression that Kevin McDonald, something must have happened last season with Kevin McDonald. Yeah. And then you just think that, you know, even with the takeover coming, he probably had made yeah, he, his mind. He, yeah, so he was gone. gone. You weren't going to convince him to stay and go, oh, no. look, we've got new owners, we've got a new potentially mm. new manager coming yeah. to stay. He wanted to go, and yes, mm. you know, Fulham have been great he's this season. He's playing to a team who played to his strengths. Yeah. He, you know, if he gives the ball away in the final third of the pitch, no one's going to get on his back because everyone's got that shared philosophy in the team. Mm. You know, it's. He's a very good footballer, isn't yeah. he? And it, it re, you know, one of the, in re, in recent times as a footballer, he was he was fantastic, mm. and he was so effective with that link up to the front man. Mm. You know, yeah, uh, I, we do definitely miss that player who can play it between the lines. Yes, mm. absolutely. And it, yeah. it, 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 it's what kills us because that's why we end up always having to go to the fullbacks who try and look for a winger who then aren't in the space mm. because they've got the ball straight and then it comes back again and works its way back round and we don't have the players in the centre of the park to really kind of control or dominate because yeah. we yeah. never if you, like something I, was, I picked up on is and on Friday night I don't remember Savile, Price or Edwards passing to one another that's like, a very good point do you know what I mean like we don't play as a unit in that centre of no. the park and like you say, it's that same routine over and over, yeah. isn't it? And obviously, you've got to do some level of stretching mm. in a play. I can guess that, mm. but we're stretching <coughs> it where we're not going to tie them out because mm. we're stretching it along our back line, where you know they get all set and okay, great, you can move it, but we're not having to make them run at all. Mm. I think the other mm. thing we miss with McDonald is his physicality. Yeah, we've got no mm. one in the centre yes. midfield who's can just... that strong. Yeah. Mm. He was a big yeah. bloke. He put himself around and faces on the bench. But the, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't disagree. But yeah, I mean, and, and I'll perhaps slightly contradict myself from earlier. But there's an argument. Texera was brought in not as a McDonald physical, but absolutely a... not, but as a tricky player who yeah. who, mm. who will with that ball carrier. I think it's confidence. I think it's confidence in respect of. Perhaps there's an argument we see more on the home games where they'll go for that easy ball to Doherty. They'll go for that easy ball to Cody. Mm. And they'll build that way without, without trying to be a bit intricate and bring the ball forward. Yeah. Um, or that long one to, to, to Bodvarsson. It's about having someone in that middle of the field who goes, 
I don't mind making a mistake because McDonald yeah. did, mm. but I'm being proactive and I'm trying to make yeah. things happen and. That's only a small part, I think, of what it is. Yeah, is an like, issue at the moment I think for us. But price, and again, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm having a go when I we could I could be ranting about Dave Edwards, but price yeah. is kind of quite a good example of this. Is technically he's very good, and his touch rarely lets mm. him down. You rarely see him misplace a short pass, but you never see him have that look over his shoulder and just open up the pitch. Mm. He always. It is the classic. So he plays away facing, which is good. It means he doesn't lose it. But it means we can't progress when he's in the team. Mm. Or when he's on the ball. And when he does, it's a bit too slow. That's why I quite like Evans more and more. Because he's got flaws to his games. But he gets his head up. Yeah. He tries to be dynamic. You know, he yeah. tries, you know I, don't think he's, yeah. I don't think Evans is anywhere near as good as yeah. McDonald was no. when he was at our mm. time here. But you can see why he gets game time and why mm. he mm. has probably got quite a good future because he's always comfortable. Say he's trying to be dynamic. He's trying to do something a bit different. Um, you know, to be fair, at least he Price is getting on the ball and like someone like Edwards at the moment. Who, you know, you see his passing stats and it's damning. Mm. I yeah. think it's like sort of twenty four passes mm. from the last two mm. games. Yeah, like, yeah. What does everyone think of this argument that people keep bringing up? last couple of weeks of the Cozy Club players who perhaps should, uh, are in the side shouldn't be in the side apparently or well, maybe not apparently but people always like to allude that perhaps these players have got some kind of influence behind the scenes well, players do have influence yeah but you know Danny Bart's club captain I think, you know yeah. who, who are we going to play in, like you know no we're going to we're going to change the entire team mm. wait when have you ever seen a league fixture where a manager's, unless it's like some terrible League 2 manager who's trying to be innovative, make 11 changes after a defeat? It sends out a complete wrong message to a squad. Mm. Obviously, there's change that needs needs doing, and you know, I know the spine of a team's not doing well at the moment, but you're not going to... You've got to have faith in your players. Mm. And obviously, there's a line... But you've got to work with them because if you keep changing it, you're not gonna. Yeah, you look at grow as a unit. You've only really got to look at Leicester this year. They yeah. have had so many formations, so many different players, yeah. and seemingly they got tired of it and had a word, and Ranieri yeah. went. I think it's a convenient argument, if yeah. I'm honest, when things aren't going well. Yeah, and it's something you'll hear, and we've heard previously. When things haven't gone well, to say there's there's a, there's either a click or there's too much of a, an influence in there, but ultimately for the manager to mm. to to influence the team mm. and, and change things around, should he feel that? But I I don't really buy into. I think if we're honest, I think off the back of a horrendous month, people will be looking yeah. at yeah. what's Farewell doing. He's obviously shouldn't be do, doing this job. Um, the Supali, mm. um, we hear stories of players going out and being disciplined and so forth. You know, yeah. perhaps there's unrest in the camp. You know, you say it's you know yeah. these it's, things could be happening, but when you're winning, it's diluted or it's not really thought about. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think you know, too much presidency no, is on no, it. I, I was going to say, no one complains that we're keeping the same team when we win three in a row. And actually, we talk about is there if there's some sort of cosy club or he's sticking to his players. Mm. Halls would have probably played who. 
you'd have had rotation in back defensive two if he hadn't have been disciplined. I mean, Tim Spears made a, a point a couple of weeks ago that you know Lambert has been in the job since November. Surely, if he felt that these players weren't good enough, he would have got them yeah. out of the time. He's, yeah. Yeah. he's he, he, you know, as a manager, you want to keep going somewhere and make an impact. If he's he, mm. he's watched them enough, if he genuinely mm. thought these players aren't good enough, surely he would drop them for someone. Yeah, else. And it's not a big enough squad. Yeah, and I also yeah. don't believe you know, like you know, that you know, people like Rice, people like to create kind of a, a reason why things are going on and suggest yeah. this cozy mm. club and influence behind the scenes. I don't believe that we've we've had this new era of players all of a sudden has become a, a, like the apparent rumored um, group of players that the were bomb squad, uh, uh, the bomb yeah. squad in Salbach and who were then again apparently creating influence Riffs. behind the scenes yeah. and. Yeah. Again, apparently, were part of the reason why Saul back and went. Have to keep is, saying apparently. Is there enough apparently to <laughs> yeah. it, but it, that, Even that was all rumoured and, yeah. and stuff like that. Mm. Nothing was ever I mean, kind you, of confirmed. You obviously get cliques in dressing rooms, yeah. and it's it's hard, especially with sort of how much transition there's been on mm. the club the last six to eight months. But you're right; they're in that team for a reason. Now, I'm sure probably all four of us would say. Sace has surely got to start sooner or later. Mm. But there's got to be a reason why he isn't. And at the end of the day, Paul Lambert's the one who sees these guys in training yeah. every day. Yeah, we don't see what goes behind and the scenes, do we? I, That's the big thing. I, 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 almost, a large part of me would like, really like to think he's not picking Sace because Bryce and Edwards and whoever have done an okay-ish job until the last three games, which is what it is because... We could have did you discount Newcastle and mm. you discount Chelsea out of the run because we were bound to probably lose. Mm. Actually, you've got three games of which, okay, you trust them for two of them, two out of three maybe, of which mm. don't think. I think Evan started one of the games instead of Price. We he started one. against Burton. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I say he's one who sees some training. Mm-hmm. And you've got to have faith that mm-hmm. he's saying, no, he'll wait his turn until I've exhausted my pecking order. Or he just doesn't simply know what he's doing. And I think that's, <laughs> that, that's a lot, you know. And... Yeah, yeah. Well, hashtag Cozy yeah. Club. That's yeah. what we'll say on that one. <laughs> uh, right, let's go on to the, the next bit of the podcast. We'll preview this Saturday game against Reading. As you know, depending on results tonight, if you if um, when when you listen to this from recording, and also with the result of the games of the weekend, because there are two games around us which could really influence where we are by Saturday at 5 o'clock. Wolves could be in the relegation zone. Wolves could be four, point four seven points clear. We never know. But Reading, fifth in the league at the moment, hoping to secure a playoff spot. A co- both tides a complete contrast to the ones we saw on the second game of the season mm. at Molyneux, mm. where Wolves won 2-0 at Reading. Um, now, Reading have lost their last two games, both to Brighton and Huddersfield, though, so you can forgive them for that. Uh, Reading haven't lost at home since uh, January the 12th, which was 1-0 away to uh, home to a QPR, surprisingly. Wolves do seem to do better away. At least we can say that we've got a dreadful home form, but we do seem to be okay away. Mm, yeah. The fact that we do that kind of, we soak up the pressure and encounter, could that be our saving grace for March? It could be. <laughs> or we will soak up the pressure and crumble. Yeah. We haven't got a particularly good record at the... Is it the Majeski still? Yeah. 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 Have you named yet? I don't know. Yeah. But we've never really had a great record no. there. The only time I remember us winning is when in the playoffs. Yeah. 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 
I have a memory of either Rowan Ricketts or Sock under the hodl era. Yeah, was, uh, and that was towards the end of the season. And, and, and Rowan Ricketts and, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Olive and were like bossing that midfield, which was, which was crazy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I do remember It's anything more yeah. Glenn Hoddle era yeah. than, yeah, Sol and Rowan Ricketts good and Olive and Yarna yeah. bossed the midfield. Yeah. Well, looking at some of Reading's stats, which we put up on Twitter today, we talked about some of Wolves' stats being poor. But surprisingly, looking at Reading, they're uh, 21st in shot ratio, 21st on shots on target ratio, 21st shots in the box, so expect a lot of stunning 30-yard <laughs> top-ins. Uh, 51% of goals come from set-pieces. So we have got Yap Stammers for manager, so yeah. they're going to be well-drilled. Mm. That's what... They, does they that, does that give you any hope? <laughs> I'm not sure if it does actually, because no. we're third in the league yeah, or whatever, yeah. and they're getting through with that. And, and we've got a terrible disciplinary record. Yeah. And we do concede from set pieces. Yeah. So, yeah. so what we're saying is they. That's what I'm saying. 50% of their goals come from 51. set pieces. 51%. So the majority of their goals come from set pieces. And what's our start on set pieces? And it's not. But actually, you know, like, yeah, I'm not. It feels like we've got to be reliant on those home games that you <laughs> mentioned. However, if we take that tax, then we would have gone, actually, we're reliant on winning against Wigan at home and, and we're beating yeah. Blues at home. So it wouldn't be un- walls like or unrealistic to, to get something against Reading. But yeah, if you look at the stats, absolutely. Um, we look worlds apart from. from I haven't seen too much other than this season, other than that early game where they were just bedding in. But I'm hearing very good reports about Reading this year in terms mm. of the style of playing, how they're playing football. Um, so, no, I don't think any of us are particularly confident, but I think we just need to try and hang it in here or on anything we get potentially as a bonus over the next two games based on playing two of the best sides in the mm. league, potentially in Reading and Huddersfield. Uh, the side then for the weekend, because you would perhaps think that given... Uh, Foes and being there on Friday as well. They're overseeing everything shortly mm. now. Um, oh, there was this there was this apparent rumour about a crisis. Do you want to see that over the weekend? Again, rumour. Yeah. Apparently squashed as well, but yeah. It, again, <laughs> it's all going on. It's all kicking off. It, when things aren't going great, there's so many rumours, isn't there? It's You're brilliant. Yeah. Um, oh, but team then, this is what yeah. I was alluding to. Team for Saturday, does Lambert ring the changes in? Do we see a similar side? What kind of side would we think or would we like to see difficult on Saturday? To I was just having a look on, on Twitter while you were chatting then. Tim Spears spoke to us in Lambert today. He said he's hinted at making changes because of the number of games a number of uh, players have played. Edwards would be your prime candidate there. If that's mm. that's the inference. So, um, I've got to expect changes. If you lose yeah. the manner in which you did against Blues, mm. you've got to expect so changes. So, has been frozen out, hasn't he, really? Yeah, he's, he's not, not even on the bench. No. He has, but I actually think Cody has been, been playing well. Good. I quite like Cody. Um, but it might be an opportunity for him to come in. Evans may come in. I think Edwards will will come out actually, um, and Dicko I think will start as well. Yeah, Dicko. Um, I, I think maybe three changed. So yeah, I expect maybe House might come back in. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, I, I think, I'd like I to see Sais given a chance again alongside Price. More so, I can yeah. so people can just shut up about it. Yeah, yeah. for me, yeah. I, I, I want him. I want him to be really good. But when and I want to see yeah. that. But like, having seen Evans and Savile play that position, neither have really mm. done much. So why not go to him now and say, well... I think I'd probably keep Mm. the same back four as as played recently, Mm. Nakimi in goal. 
So part of me would like to have a price safe combo. I think Bryce will probably come in. Yeah. Attacking mid for Edwards. Costa will play on one side. It's I don't know who you put on the other because mm. Ronan's out injured. Marshall <laughs> still probably chanting about Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then yeah, Dicko up front. Yeah. 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 There we go. I think we're doing. I'm actually slipping in there. Yeah. Six years old. Yeah. I think. I think much the same. Yeah. I I think. I think there'll be a few changes, and there has to be. I think we'll be disappointed if there isn't. You can't keep that same. No. 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 It's it's almost career suicide, isn't it? it Absolutely. That would be an admittance of you know that performance was acceptable, and it wasn't. Yeah, but on Reading, Stam's really changed around, isn't he? I mean, if you look at that second mm. game, you just thought, oh, this is yeah. going to be a manager coming yeah. in. It's just not really going to work mm. after a few games. It's but... his first proper management job, isn't it? I know he yeah, was a yeah. coach at Ajax, mm. but you know, I was. I remember watching that game, chatting to a Reading mate of mine afterwards, and it's been like that was worryingly easy for Wolves. I mean, Wolves know? could have easily scored five or six that day. Yeah, yeah. 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 Was, you know, you know how I'd like to go back to those times. Yeah. yeah. I reckon so much To be fair, <laughs> I'd still I'd have Yap Stam now mm. playing at the back for Wolves. I reckon, could, I reckon <laughs> yeah. he could still do a job. Yeah, I'll take contracts down. Yeah, just oh, I'm terrified. I I reckon he's one of the most terrifying managers in the league. He's one scary looking. Mm. Like mm. you know, he level you with a glance. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Let's do the worrying thing of predictions then, everybody. Uh, Reading three o'clock on Saturday. Wolves need a win. You doubt they'll win. But let's do. What is it? The unlikely thing that Wolves will get a result. That's what we're going to predict now. Andy, we're going to come to you. You find yourself first for Reading versus Wolves. Gut feeling as of Tuesday night. I think we'll lose two one. But it'll be a spirited two one loss. That's what you say. I think it'll be one one, and they will score right oh, at the death. Yeah, oh, I can right kick in the neck. Will it be spirited, and will we just all go at the end? You know what? We can applaud these guys. <laughs> uh, Roy. Two 0 defeat. Two 0 defeat. Yeah. Oh, can't really add much more to that. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I think as as I say, it would be lovely to think that actually we'll go against the grain, but I can't see. Rich, you make a hat trick. I'm gonna go two one to balls. He's going for the unlikely <laughs> because the last time I went to an away game was Liverpool and we won two one, and by that logic, we couldn't <laughs> do it again. Uh, I got. I think I got Birmingham right last week with two on defeat. So I'm gonna, yes. I'm gonna. I'm gonna carry my winning streak. The streakiest of all streaks. Over there. I'm gonna fall one all. I just okay. think even a point. Yeah. Even think, a yeah. point. Even it's if, not great a point. Let's be honest with yeah. where we're at. But considering it, we're up. Against, even with yeah. that, even the gap close to two points. Yeah. You'd be like right. Yeah. At least we've off. We've got that grot. We've got a good point against Reading. Let's build from that. Yeah, hopefully yeah. We'll, end, we'll end the podcast this week on Twitter Corner a brief Twitter Corner this week uh, Alex Jones firstly which is a question that's been we, we, we talk about we've talked about this question jokingly over the last weeks but as the weeks go on does it become more of a serious question should Gladden, Gladden be given a chance yes. on a serious note because we've had a bit of a, a joke yeah. about it but should he should he be actually just be given a chance I'd like to see him get at least on the bench because think, yeah you look at the game against Friday, you brought on Dicko at half-time. Hmm. Bob was tiring slash not playing well. We'd only used one sub that game. Hmm. You go, well, what, what are the other options off the bench, hmm. attacking-wise? Hmm. And there's Bright, who, he's, who deploys deeper. You go, well, hmm. 
Actually, we could have had a target man on the bench who, instead of sort of lumping Danny Bart up there, who can only head in one direction, might have been worthwhile having Gladden on the bench, mm. you know? I'd like to see him given a go, but given his appetite for eating out, <laughs> I do suspect. Although he's very cheery on Instagram, I think you quote him, good morning, he's there at work yeah. again today, he's I'm work. still getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I find it interesting the times he posts that, cause yeah. it's like... It's like 25 to 10, I'm like, yeah. are, you, uh, are you 25 minutes early or five minutes late? Yeah. Does, does he actually have to, like, in an old school factory, clock in and then he clocks <laughs> back yeah. out again? Hi guys, hi guys. I like to like you leave that automated gate open. Yeah. <laughs> he's one sort of fiddling with a clock, just knocking yeah. back five minutes. Um, so, 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 Rich, you seriously saying yes, that's what we're trying to establish. Um, honestly, honestly, see you this note. Should you be given a chance we with the position we're in? Is Mason injured at the moment? Yes. 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 They're, 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 having, again, they're, not having, they're not having an adventure. Because yeah. frankly, we need that option. Plus, like, we've, before but, um, the Birmingham match on Friday, a striker, actual recognised striker, hadn't scored yeah. since August, so mm. why the hell not? Mm. Uh, Rye, what is your serious answer? I really want to say yes because I like the guy. Because um, <laughs> on Instagram alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Instagram alone. He's the guy I'd get on yeah, with. Yeah, and I'd build no other um, reasoning for that. But no, no. I, I think, I think <laughs> it's, breaking it's, his heart. It's, it's too much of a risk to get this guy in who hasn't played any competitive mm. football, not many under 23 games. It's far too much of a risk. Alex, we, oh, we, I was going to say when you say that. That just means it's written in the stars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alex. Alex, Andy. Alex. Andy, yes. Alex. You think that's your new name now. That's yeah. my new name. <laughs> Andy. Andy. That's right. Andy. Uh, yeah, I think he should be. Do uh, you I, think he should be, Dave? On a serious note, hashtag... Oh, seriously, I'm just split because my mind is very much like we're in a bit of a situation. Uh, Dave, Dave, what's your heart say? My heart says yes, yeah. 100%. Yeah. The yeah. next question. We've had this thing over the last few weeks, but uh, over the last, as the weeks have gone on, you just keep thinking, we need something different now. Yeah. It's someone mm. we're not really properly given a chance. Why not just mm. give him a try again? Yeah. Would he be more grateful? Not that he's not been grateful for the opportunity now, but would he be more spurned on if he's given a chance exactly. now? Would he be more, think, right, I finally... Mm. Maybe Lambert has been like, right, you're just not going to work out. Maybe, and if he's given a chance, but right, I'm going to really show that I can, I've been worth it all this time, and you've yeah. missed out on it. And I just think we need that difference. I just think, but I do agree, Ryan, in the terms of he's not really played a a professional game since <laughs> what, what Wigan, what, October time, maybe Newcastle in the cup. Yeah, yeah, also Newcastle. So it's it's just unfortunately yeah. we, we may got, not ever see the, the I mean, Gladden name again. You had Donovan Wilson who came against Chelsea. And mm. then mm. on Friday night he's play he's losing to Norwich and, and, and uh, what's his name Bradley Reed who's yeah. also on the bench. Yeah. That shows how how Lambert really mm. thinks of Gladden, doesn't it? Um, next one, Adam Price, our own Adam Price. Uh, name a movie based on a video game that was actually good. They are usually terrible. I mean, Super Mario Brothers. I was going to oh, say Super horrible. Mario Brothers. Uh, mm. I haven't watched many. Wreck-It Ralph was, wasn't it? Wasn't that technically? It it's it not based on the game, is it? Yeah, <laughs> I, I remember. I, I enjoyed seeing the old um, like Pac-Man stuff on that, yeah. in that film. But they are doing a sequel yeah. of Wreck-It Ralph. I know, so we got dropped around on Twitter. But Silent Hill with Sean mm. Bean. Um, it's a Silent like Hill film. Yeah, it, I didn't think much of that. Or the Resident Evil. None of them were very good. Hitman. They've done a Hitman film, weren't they? Yeah. That was. 
Owls. That was awful, yeah. yeah. And they've it's, just done Assassin's Creed. Yeah. That, that looks quite good. I'll go. Have you seen most of them? I'll say Assassin's Creed is the best Tomb one made. It's Tomb Raider, I suppose. Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider one was okay, wasn't it? I thought. Yeah. And, and what was the um, the one with Jake Gyllenhaal? Oh, um, um, Prince, Prince of Persia. Yeah, Prince of Persia. Oh, that's that terrible. was awful. Yeah. I'd like to flip Adam's question that the only um, film where the game was better than the film, Golden Eye. One of the rare occasions. Uh, final question, Keith Rhodes, which kind of links back to Silent Hill. Silent Hill, Street Fighter 2, and maybe Tomb Raider. Oh no, he's actually, actually he's answering Adam's question there. No more questions, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> he said Street Fighter was a better... A good film. Street Fighter 2. I didn't think there was a Street Fighter. Oh, he's, he's put manga, he's a, manga I was going to say, there's the anime one, yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, I'll let him have that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just trying to see if there's any more... No. No. no, there we go, <laughs> done. Uh, and that's it, thanks very much uh, for listening to Anderson Spotson's Opera Creative. If you're looking for a new website or web solution, check them out, operacreative.com. But you can follow us on social media throughout the week for your lols and trolls. Just, uh, just, trolls. Yep, just, uh, type, <laughs> just hashtag lols and trolls. <laughs> uh, just type in Wolves Fancast on your platform and you'll probably find us there. And we'll be back next week to look back at that game against Reading. Uh, and hopefully some positivity. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh, but for this week, it's bye from Andy. See ya. Bye from Ryan. Goodbye. Bye from Rich. Goodbye. And it's bye from me. See you next time. Business update. After a difficult year, experts are optimistic a recovery is imminent, with key indicators improving. And yet, men everywhere continue to dress as if they just rolled out of bed. The economy is ready to bounce back. Are you? At Charles Tirrett, we have the high-quality shirts and smart menswear to get you back to your best. Try our introductory offer with three shirts for only $99, delivered free. Use code POD99 at ctshirts.com or any Charles Tirrett store. (laughs) 